0: 300 fires actively burning right now in BC, 115 of those in the Kamloops Fire Center, 13 wildfires of note right now across the region. Yeah, the fire situation continues to rage on. To talk a little bit more about what's going on, I'm pleased to welcome to the program the Mayor of Barrier, Ward Stamer. Ward, how you doing this morning? I'm fine, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks so much for, for taking the time. Really appreciate you coming on. It's been a little while since we've chatted, so happy to uh happy to speak with you here this morning. Uh, what what's the situation in Barrier right now? How are the skies looking for you?
1: I think the skies are fairly clear. We've got a little bit of smoke lingering around, Jeff, but it's not too bad. Uh, there's no aggressive fire activity right close to us, but I know that the fire up uh, Whitecroft Way is still uh, being quite uh, quite active and, and, and still doing quite a lot of uh, different things. I know there's no evacuation orders as far as I know around Hepley Lake, but I did talk to somebody yesterday was putting their stuff in the car and they were taking off. So they figured it was getting too close for comfort.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I've heard of a few people who are sort of taking those, um, you know, upon themselves to evacuate before an order takes place. Uh, but there's just not a whole lot of places to stay because of so many evacuations. I know like here in Kamloops, we're basically asking people to go to Kelowna or Salmon Arm because we just don't have any space here, which is definitely a concern. Uh, so hopefully we don't see any more evacuation orders coming down because, well, there's just not enough space to put everybody. That's how it feels right now. Um uh, Board, I got to ask about the, the meeting on Thursday. The Thompson-Nicola Regional District, the board, it met. It voted 24 to nothing to ask the province to declare a state of emergency as it relates to the wildfire situation. For whatever reason, Premier John Horgan and Solicitor General Mike Farnworth are reluctant to go ahead and make that call, saying they're waiting for BC Wildwire Service and Emergency Management BC to tell them when it's time to make this declaration. But the calls are getting louder. We got the TNRD. We know both opposition parties are asking for a state of emergency declared. I've seen indigenous groups now jumping on board here this past weekend. It's just getting louder and louder. Uh, so why do you think it's important to to be calling one at this point in time, and how concerned are you that one isn't being called?
1: Well, thanks, Jeff. Well, I think it's really important for us to really understand, even if the state of emergency isn't going to necessarily bring in a whole bunch more resources, we still need help. We still need people to understand we don't want them in the back country. Some of the accesses, we, we need support on, for security. If people are being asked to evacuate their homes, we want to make sure that they understand that their belongings are secure as much as they can be. You know, we could have the military look, be doing uh, uh, checkpoints, things like that to limit some of the access so people would have, you know, a good state of mind knowing that people are going to be coming and trying to steal their stuff. Just things like that. And just helping some of the people on the front lines. I mean, they're getting pretty tired. They've been at it here now for just about three weeks. And we still probably have another six weeks of fire season. So it's going to be quite a daunting task for everyone to be able to keep doing what they're doing.
0: Um, why do you think uh, there there is... Sorry, let me rephrase this. Why... Do you think there is an importance of calling this not so much in terms of the resources, because you mentioned those and those are important, but we've heard uh, the premier say a number of times like this isn't going to have a significant impact in our ability to procure resources if we were to call one. But at the same point in time, even if that were to be the case. I just feel like it would make a significant difference in the mindset of British Columbians, knowing that there is a concern that's out there and that our actual government is paying attention and concerned about the livelihood of, of British Columbians. And sometimes, you know, when I, when I see the reluctance here to make this call, it has me wondering just how much they care. And I'm sure, you know, some some people that you've spoken to feel the same way.
1: That's, that's a really good point. You, you, you did it very succinctly. It's important for people to realize that with all these fires that are going on right now, the unpredictability of these fires. And this morning, it may look like nothing's really happening, and we can t- continue with our day-to-day business, but I've been trying to get people to just make sure they keep their eye on the ball, make sure they have an evacuation plan, make sure that they're aware of their surroundings and making sure that they're keeping up to date, whether with the brand-new Voyager Alert on the TNRD site, or just making sure that they are understanding you know, what's actually going on. because. These things can happen so quickly, and you notice that we've already had breaks in our chains of transportation. You know, Highway 97 has been closed a couple of times. One of the fires in Chasm is only one kilometer away from the fire. So at any given time, we could be losing these these chains of of transportation routes that are so important for our communities. And I think that's what would give people a, a sense of security, knowing that we're doing more. We're doing more than what we're just putting lip service to it, that we're actually trying to get the government to understand how important it really is.
0: How does this season so far compare to seasons of past? Like 2017 was a big one, of course, in 2018. And then 2003, going back that far. Now, of course, I I don't have uh, a great historical record of what happened in 2003. That was 18 years ago. But, of course, you were around. How does this just kind of compare to some of those more severe wildfire seasons of past? Is it better? Is it worse? Is it uh, just starting earlier than normal? What what sort of uh, comparison can you make here?
1: Well, it is starting considerably earlier. The the Barrier-McClure fire was, I believe, July the 27th. So that was two weeks, you know, further into the season. I believe it's drier, Jeff. I think we've got drier conditions right now than we had in 2003. And the potential there now, if we have another lightning storm that comes through the interior and, uh, you know, doesn't give us a bunch of precipitation at the same time, that's what I'm concerned about. And that's what I was trying to relay to my colleagues at the TNRD, is that I've been here, I've seen it. And I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just saying that, you know, if, if Mother Nature decides that she wants to give us a whole bunch of lightning without a bunch of rain, it could be far worse than it was in 2003.
0: Um, do you? I guess you can't make any predictions, so I wouldn't ask you to do that. That's uh, not not something we can all, all look towards. We just have to kind of hope and pray that it's going to be favorable. We'll see some um, some precipitation come our way, but that doesn't look like it's in the cards anytime soon. Uh, yeah, I guess that's really the, the thing is we could see things shift on a moment's notice. And the fact that we don't have a state of emergency declared at this point in time, uh, it might be too little too late by the time one is actually declared, right?
1: Well, it, it is. But as, again, I think that we're still going to have the opportunities to bring more, more people power into this. I still believe we need the military to come and help us. we boots on the ground whether it's on the fire lines, whether it's checkpoints, whether it's helping the RCMP, whether it's helping moving goods and services, I think we need more people to help us with this. And I still believe that, you know, we, we will be able to get through this. It's just that we have to be cognizant of it. Look what happened in Juniper two weeks ago. It's kind of, kind of important to have these looks back and say, you know what? We need more than one route in and one route out. And I'm sure that people were pretty nervous about what happened there, and it can happen again.
0: Well, and it might happen in other locations too. I know like right now here in Kamloops, when we're talking about, you mentioned the Juniper situation and the uh, one road out basically is all they had until finally an emergency access route was, was open eventually, but it took a while to get those emergency gates actually open so people could access that road. That's just one specific situation. And then imagine there's going to be a lot of talk about some egress access being available in other places, other communities, other subdivisions, depending on where you live there There's some eye opening stuff that comes with this, isn't there?
1: Oh absolutely. It's all about the emergency preparedness planning, and you know in barrier we've done it inside and out the last two weeks, making sure that we're you know we're comfortable with what we're doing and throughout the region, we've got people living you know um off I could call it off the grid, but I mean there's power to these homes, and you know we've got multiple uh, evacuation orders and alerts throughout our region throughout our riding. Because we've got people that are in amongst the trees, and, you know, again, you think that you've got an easy access out, all of a sudden now that access is closed, so now you don't have a way to get out. And that's why it's so important, for, like I said, to make sure that you know what's going on, keep up to date on the information on what the wildfires are doing, and just make sure that we're, uh, we're, we're ready for it.
0: I uh, hope and probably imagine that you've had conversations with a lot of your constituents who have that go-bag ready to go just in case something were to happen. Uh, emergency preparedness, you talked about how important it is. Are, are people in barrier just being extra cautious right now, just in case? Well, we
1: well we are, and we were earlier in the season. I mean, last week we had a fire in Boulder Mountain, which is only you know three or four miles away from the town as it growth flies, and the uh, fire department got on it really quickly. They called in uh, air support from the from the wildfire branch and they were able to knock it down with the help of area residents. But you can bet that everybody was watching what was going on. And since then, we've had discussions, we've had the fire department go through the town. Again, we've looked at our perimeters, we've looked at potential spots that you know that could bite us and uh, we're ready. So I'm sure all the other communities are in the same boat. I talked to Mayor Blackwell and Clearwater, they've done the same thing. 100 Mile, you know, was on evacuation alert, talked to Mayor Capsule. So. We're all ready for it. It's just we're having to sort of hurry up and wait, like just hoping that Mother Nature doesn't turn on us.
0: Well, I hope we continue to wait and we don't have to worry about it, but I'm glad to hear that, uh, you know, you're at least prepared, paying attention. You got the voyant Alert at, on your phone just in case you need to get that quick uh, notice that it's time to get the heck out. I hope that uh, uh, alert never does actually come through for you, but it sounds like you're you're prepared just in case of a worst-case scenario. So I'm um, happy to hear that. It sounds like uh, things are going not too, too bad. Uh, you mentioned the air quality is, is okay right now. We'll see how things change with the winds shifting, but hopefully that stays true. For, for at least a little while, it was nice for us in Kamloops to have some reprieve the last couple of days, but that smoke is slowly making its way back into the Kamloops area today. Um, anyways, I'll leave it at that for now, Ward. I will appreciate the time. Stay safe, and we'll, we'll talk soon.
1: Thanks again, Jeff. Be safe out there.
0: Awesome. Mayor, Mayor of Barrier right there, Ward Steamer.